We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode number 202 On this episode we've got some news And we'll be talking about recent episodes of Ravenswood, Revolution, Trophy Wife, Scandal, and The Good Wife Plus a reality check you can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 202. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com. And this week we have joining us... Liz from nicegirlstv.com. Hello, Liz! Hello, hello! As, yeah, as hey. you said uh, right before we started recording, uh, long time no talk. It's true. It's true. Well, at least actual voice. Uh, right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not even this past summer. I didn't get to see you guys. Well, that's true. You, know, you, you weren't, didn't. You, you, you weren't at Comic-Con this year. <laughs> I wasn't there. Oh. Will, will you be back next year? I will. Okay, good. Yeah. Yay! The gang is all back together. We, we should have a right party. There. We should have a party. I mean, that's pretty much all I do at Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, but uh, we should almost have our own party just so that you could... Go someplace where you could actually talk to other people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of some of the parties that we did go to where you literally – it was so loud you could not it, – it, it was like one of those scenes out of – where you felt like the music was going to stop and you were going to be yelling at somebody. <laughs> you know, it was so yes. loud. I was screaming <laughs> into people's ears like two inches away and they were still looking at you like, what? Yeah. <laughs> At some point, you just start nodding and smiling yeah. and pretending like you heard what they yeah. said. Yeah. God help you if they ask you a yeah. question. Like, what do you think, Liz? Uh... Yeah, the food is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Timmy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I'll take another drink. Yes. All right. That was my motto all summer. <laughs> Not just at Comic-Con. Um, okay, so I'm going to go into the news. ABC. Oh, this is exciting to me. ABC picked up the Goldbergs and Trophy Wife for the full season and gave Super Fun Night an additional four episodes, which meh, and effectively canceled Back in the Game after its 13 episode, which sucks for Maggie, but did anybody not see that coming? Oh, I totally saw it coming. I mean, it's not a good show. It had like middling ratings. Well, it's kind of weird, though, when you look at, if you just look strictly at ratings, uh, that... You know, Trophy Wife has worse ratings, but it got picked yeah, up for the Trophy full Wife season. Yeah, Trophy Wife is a good show. Yeah, well, I think that's yeah. the thing. Two things. One, uh, Trophy Wife, I believe, is produced by ABC. Yeah. And uh, back in the game wasn't. So there's a cost differential there. And then also Trophy Wife has some critical praise mm-hmm. attached to it. So I think that's the other reason. Uh, but yeah. the, the main thing I don't get is why the Goldbergs and Trophy Wife aren't on Wednesday night. Because yeah, I think Trophy I, yeah. Wife would be would do so, so well paired with Modern Family. One hundred percent. They just have a similar vibe in the in the style of comedy and stuff like that. And uh, and then you know the Goldbergs, the Goldbergs in the middle, and I think the Goldbergs in the middle have a similar sort of comedy uh, type of thing. And then they all fit in that family exactly comedy thing. I I don't get the. Uh, the fascination with Super Fun Night and trying to continually prop it up by putting it 
behind. It's because the family. people involved. They want to be in the Rebel Wilson business, but they don't want to. But make if nobody's watching, then why do you want to be in this Rebel Wilson business? I don't know. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, it's too bad. It's it's it can it continues to be that that thing. It's like uh, this network wants to be in the Rebel Wilson business, or they want to be in the Mindy Kaling business, or they want to be in the so and so business, and you're just like. Oh, the Mindy Project. It was getting better, and then it just stopped getting better. Yeah, you're like, well, go ahead. Be in that business, but do you have to do it with a terrible show? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, so that's ABC. AMC has picked up The Walking Dead for a no-brainer fifth season. Um, The ratings are, like, humongous for the show. Yeah, you have to, you know, it's a, for a cable... You know, a cable drama or, you know, cable show in general to continually get yeah. uh, double digit, you know, <laughs> ratings, get into the, you know, basically they're hovering around 13 million, you know, for your average middle of the, ep- you know, middle of a season episode. That's, that's insane. Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. There's a, I mean, there's only a handful of shows that have even, like you know, things like the closer and and Rizzoli and Isles have gotten overall, you know, ratings in the double digit yeah. millions on a you know not but not necessarily consistently, uh, but this is hitting you know like the double digit millions for like the eighteen to forty nine you know demographic, let alone overall numbers. It's insanity, insanity. Um, Cinemax has renewed Strike Back for a fourth and final season. I'm happy it gets renewed because it deserves to be renewed. Uh, it just sucks that it has to be the final season. Yeah, but uh, I don't know on on this show the way that on that show the way that it works, it kind of almost uh, you'd have to, to continue going. You'd you'd almost have to bring Start on over. new characters or something yeah. like that. That because uh, people either die <laughs> so quickly on this show for the most part. It's true. Spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> strike strike back again. Exactly. They have strike back origins. They strike back and they have strike back again. Or just strike since strike yeah. back was, you know, just strike. <laughs> People walk in a picket line. Um, what else? What else? Comedy Central has renewed Key and Peel for a fourth season, which I didn't even realize it was a fourth season. Uh, Drunk History for a second and Brickleberry for a third. So good for them. I don't watch any of them, but I do think they're all funny. I just never like I don't sit down and watch them all. I I don't you know watch Key and Peele, but yet it is the one of the sketch comedy shows that you end up seeing a lot of their their sketches show up online. You know because they, yeah they are it, they consistently do consistently funny yeah and uh, and I think it also works on the sort of doing twenty minutes you know of stuff a week and yeah. <laughs> That they're able to really pull their their best ideas uh, for each episode. Um, and then this last piece of news is just so gossip ridden. So client list, uh, it was up in the air because Jennifer Love Hewitt. So her character, so she's pregnant in real life, and she wanted, and in the show, she's engaged in real life and pregnant in real life with the guy who plays um, her husband. No. In real life, yeah. In real life, she's dating the guy who plays her estranged husband. In the show, however, she's dating her estranged husband's brother. But 
she wanted the baby to be her real life fiance's on the show. So she wanted the ex-husband or the estranged husband to be the father. And Sony and Lifetime were like, we're sick of your demands. We're canceling the show. <laughs> and thus the show was canceled. Here endeth the client list. <laughs> yes. You and your cleavage can take a walk. Oh my God. It was not a bad show. It's just like, you can't make stupid demands like that if it doesn't make sense in the story. Like if in the show you're sleeping with your brother, your ex-husband's brother, your baby's going to be your ex-husband's brother, and then there's even more drama that could come out of that. I don't know what she doesn't understand. Anyway. But yet she wanted it to be that she had then gone and cheated on... On, <laughs> on, yes, the, on, the, on the brother, brother with... <laughs> with her real-life baby just dad. one Just one time and got pregnant, and then... All right. Well, I mean, that's the stuff of Lifetime Dreams. Uh. You know, the one time <laughs> you one time you sleep together, somebody's pregnant, and there's your drama. But uh, I'm just waiting for it to happen, which is a beast end with uh, or the you brother. could be Homeland for that matter. But oh god, <laughs> swear to God. Anyway, <laughs> so that's the news. Anything that we found online or we could remember, there you have it. Yeah. Any other news that we missed or that I forgot? Uh, no. You know, we're gonna start to see some more stuff as Sweeps comes out too, because. I think a couple shows aren't going to last much longer. Um, Ratings-wise, we'll see. I don't know. Mike and Molly's back because we all saw that coming. Uh, I mean... Amory, the new Mike and Molly. I'm sorry, the new Mike and Molly, which, (laughs) listen, I don't watch the show, but when I do watch it, like, I think it's fine, you know? But um, I did watch the premiere, and I can understand, like, why people might like it because Melissa McCarthy is funny. And they actually are letting her do, like all of her physical comedy stuff that she didn't really get to do before. Like in one last season, they were going to make her pregnant and bedridden. You can't make a physical comedian bedridden (laughs) for a whole season. Like it just doesn't work. Because you can't have a pregnant woman fall out of bed and be funny. Because then the baby would get hurt. Like that's not funny anymore. (laughs) But anyway, we all knew when all of CBS's comedies were terrible this fall that uh, without question, Mike and Molly would be back sooner than later. So there we go. That's not really news, but it's not also uh, really a surprise. Okay, so that's the news. Prime time! Our first show is Ravenswood, season one, episode two, Death of the Maiden, which I, don't, I have no clue what that means. Because <laughs> I don't know. he's not watching. Um, <laughs> a, a, a maiden died, Amory. A maiden oh. died. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering. There you go. <laughs> Spoiler <have>. alert. <laughs> and now she's a ghost. Yeah. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. I mean, no. I actually, I'm watching the show because of the mystery. I like, I like the old, the mystery where it goes back to, you know, decades before, you know, somebody died decades before, like cold case. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. I like the look of Ravenswood, that, that kind of, um, it's kind of a little um, vintage, has a vintage look and feel, I guess, because of the house or whatever. I love Meg Foster, but I I could see myself a year from now or a season from now going, am I watching this again? Yeah. <laughs> mystery. Yeah, mystery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it. Yeah, the well... acting is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not it not, is. not the greatest. I like I like it for a similar reason because of the, you know, the mystery and that, you know, 
the little bit that they've uncovered is this has been a, a repetitive thing that continues to go on in this town. And, you know, some of that stuff they've been, you know, they create that spooky atmosphere really well uh, in, in the show. Uh, the thing that I hate about it is that it's a spinoff of Pretty Little Liars. I, I have it just makes no sense to me because you've had four seasons of, of Pretty Little Liars where it has you know the spookiness and the what's going on is all technology and people based. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's attached now to the show where there are ghosts and and supernatural happenings yeah. and, and stuff like that happening. And they've tangentially tied it in with, you know, the one lady used to work at a college, you know, and yeah. and one of the characters used to be there. And now they've brought Caleb over as one of the five. And, like, down the road, like, if they got away uh, where they're not really mentioning anything, but every time he's on the phone talking with his girlfriend back in Rosewood, those type of things, it just makes me remember that this show is attached to a show that's had no supernatural stuff whatsoever. And now yeah, all of a sudden was, we're supposed to it's, believe yeah, it's, in it's, this world that, that, uh, yeah. or maybe just in this town or something like mm-hmm. that inside the world that this, that this is supposed to exist. It just, uh, I think it would have worked better even, I think if they had just done it and not yeah. tied it into, uh, to, cause to me it just, doesn't make sense and in and unless you get five or six episodes where very little if any reminders that it's still attached to pretty little liars i don't i don't know that i'll continue to watch it because that just it's just it's a little thing but it bothers me (laughs) and it it, it takes away it's uh, disjointed it's it's uh it's almost like a, a time warp thing you know um, you get on the bus and you go through a black hole <laughs> here in Ravenswood. Yeah. You know, it's kind of it. it so I, I get I, it. It is weird. Um, also, the the intro um, to each episode is so cheesy that <laughs> that bothers me a lot. Yeah, the, I'm like, I turn the volume off during that. I actually turn the volume because I can't. I just. I mean, I remember watching the screener going. Yeah. My girlfriend told me I should stay and help this girl out, but then the girl dies. Yeah, it's say, just so stupid. And, and you then just... you get her talking, and you know, I don't. Oh, I re- it was like that on the screener, and I remember thinking, I hope they take this part out of the show. <laughs> and I think for the pilot, they actually did take it out. So I was like, yay, okay, well, I could deal with this. But then the next episode, they put it back in, and I'm like, this "Yeah, I think, just so- it, I think it may not have been there, kind of because they played it right after the Pretty Little Liars Halloween episode, and they, oh, and yeah. those two episodes sort of tied together to mm-hmm. to make the transition. And so, but then in the second episode, they had to remind you in the beginning. Remember, I was on a bus. I met this girl. <laughs> yeah. We got to Ravenswood. My girlfriend said you should stick around and help her out. And <laughs> <laughs> you got which why I mean, in right. case you they forgot form, from last week <laughs> they form friendships really quickly on this show <laughs> well somebody even says that like how long have you known her a day and a half <laughs> i don't either i don't either oh, and i mean but i and i'll keep watching because i do want to know i i have to know now what is the answer to the mystery i have to know yeah, I just I is it gonna I be can't, something that you think they'll continue like 
as a mystery and then it's just going to get drawn out? Or do you think it's going to be something they answer like and then move on to another mystery? You know, if it's something that they draw out, like Pretty Little Liars, they draw out for four seasons. Uh, I, I have to say, I don't think I want to invest that much time because yeah. I was frustrated with Pretty Little Liars doing that. It took them, this is the fourth season they're just now bringing out who is A and, and all this stuff. And now it changes everything about the show, which is wonderful. Yeah, and like, I really think it's fun. Significantly, but because Ravens, I really don't I just, know how he's A. Like, I'm really not convinced... But whatever. It's a whole different yeah. story. But I'm still not convinced that that's going to work. And they can we'll explain see. it. It's going to be interesting. It, it's going to be interesting. I'm curious. Um, I'm curious about Ravenswood. But it, like I said, if they draw it out, if they end the season and nothing has been resolved, but more questions yeah. have been opened up, I'll be like, no, I'm not doing this again. I don't have time. Yeah, well, because it, it does start to strain a little bit. It's like, how long can you go investigating what the mystery is behind this repetitive five deaths. Because uh, it, it's, if you don't figure it out, don't they all die? Like don't right. they ultimately end up dying or something. And I guess they changed it up a little bit in that only one of them died instead of all five of them at the same time yeah. or something. Uh, but yeah, it, but then it makes you go, what would be, the next mystery in this town like what would they do that would cause these people to continue to stay here and wonder what's going on and and stuff i don't know there are certain shows that they have an interesting premise but they really feel like you know a miniseries idea right (laughs) right and and then they try and and drag you know multiple 20 episode seasons out of it or something Mm-hmm. The thing of it is, like, just do a mini series then. Like, don't commit. Like, yeah, people will like you more. I don't know. Even everybody that does a mini series now won't commit to it being a mini series. It's it's true. It's a, you know, it's a limited, it's a limited series that we might have a season two. You know, this right. Like, <laughs> We've got a plan for a season two if we need if it. it. If it's it like, really takes off, series. if you really like oh. it, we have an idea to bring it back for a second season, and then you're just like. Uh no, this yeah. is, this is ridiculous. Uh, I think that's what like hostages. <laughs> well, I think that's if if anybody had heard that hostages could possibly be a second season, and you got four or five episodes into this, and you go, "This is already straining <laughs> itself to last for fifteen episodes." You know, yeah. like how how ridiculous would it be to you know continue on, uh, and and but you don't see in the story and the characters of where things could spin in a different direction. And you still keep some of these people around. Unlike, uh, NBC's crisis. Uh, that's, uh, you know, coming I love season. the crisis. Premiere. Even though they've, uh, recently stopped production to, uh, change directions a little bit <laughs> partway into the <laughs> filming of the season. I, I read that and I said, hmm, like- that doesn't bode well. <laughs> I know, but I loved that pilot because I thought Dermot Mulroney was so good. He owns, in the Dylan McDermott-Dermot Mulroney competition of the season, Dermot Mulroney wins. I loved Crisis, and I didn't love Hostages. I didn't hate Hostages, but I didn't love it, which, what else is new? But see, Crisis has the limited series idea that you could see one group of the characters continuing on and dealing with another Crisis in a in a second season and right. uh, 
but hostages doesn't have that. And so just the idea of putting it out there, I think it would have done much better if they would have just said it's 15 episodes. It's going to play, you know, you're going to get a, cause that's the thing is you're going to get a conclusion. Uh, right. When you say that it's open for a second season or, you know, it's going to continue on, uh, you know, past that people are like, I don't think I can, I'm not going to stick around to watch this for multiple, you know? And so it, the audience starts to dwindle already because they're just like, this isn't good enough to stay for 15 episodes yeah. knowing that it's going to be more. Speaking of audiences dwindling. Yeah. We're going to move on show. to the next show on the list. Man, Sadly, revolution. Which I don't get. The, the show I, only continues to get understand. better. It's true. It just keeps getting better. So where's everybody going? The, what did people expect this to be? I don't know. They finally have created something interesting out of this idea, and people continue to stop watching, and that that I don't get at all. What's happening to it? Like, what's happening this season? What happened in season two, episode six, Dead Man Walking? Well, the the super bad guy in the first season is put to death by lethal injection for all his war crimes, whatever. And then there's this new faction coming up, the the new, what, government of the United States, and they're brutal. They're they're horrors. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, and then you have uh, these other, you know, these other things that they've added on, though, like, how is it, what's going on with Aaron? Right. And, like, how is the nanotech affecting him, or how is he now connected to, you know, what did the... Sort of like the nuclear bombs going off. How did that change things in the atmosphere or something? Or, you know, what is causing uh, this connection for him to have uh, these abilities? I loved the uh, him reading the comic book. And the lady was like, well, what's that? And he's like, oh, research. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, and it was about a character, you know, it was a comic book character that, you know, could light things on fire and stuff. Yeah. The human torch. <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. It was but yeah, funny. they they continue to go in interesting directions ever since the they start, you know, with the first couple episodes back with this season you were like, "Oh, okay. This mm-hmm. looks this looks like they actually uh as I've mentioned before uh in the, you know, the interview at Comic-Con with with Kripke that, you know, he basically sat down <laughs> and was like, "Look, we know that and he he listed off, you know, like four or five things that were you know that there were problems with the first season, and he, and they set out to fix those things. And I think they, with some of the other people they brought on as executive producers and writers, I think mm-hmm. they really took what they had in season one and didn't completely jettison it, but uh, added some new elements and, but also maybe have gone in better directions with some of the elements that they had already planned to add in. Yeah. Uh, you know, with like the, the Patriots and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, it's become granted, you know, it's not the greatest show. <laughs> it's not, it's not at the top of the list of shows, but it's by far. But it's creative. Yeah. It's, it's mm. creative. It's entertaining. It's got an interesting, you know, mystery and things going on. Mm-hmm. Things that the first season didn't have, you know, <laughs> and, and stuff, but yet the ratings continue to drop and that is so weird to me. I don't, I don't understand how, yeah, that is if weird. you had like, interest if it's in the show or new as it is, like you would think that you wouldn't like, I don't know. 
alienate well, viewers. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect it to get the type of ratings that it had in its first season. Right. But I didn't con- – after seeing it, I thought the people that did come back that were fans of it, that were watching it, that they wouldn't just uh, – I don't know what the uh, – I haven't really looked to see what sort of the DVR numbers, like if it has a decent amount of – I think it does have a, a decent amount of people that are watching it in the, in the seven days after. Uh, but even that total rating is still not great, you know, really – and it's just uh, – it is one of those shows that sort of boggles the mind is as, is as the quality of the show has, can, has gotten, better. gotten better, it's got like an opposite trajectory with the ratings. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. But, you know, this is Kripke and the same thing happened with Supernatural. Supernatural started off its first season like gangbusters. Everybody was watching Supernatural. Everybody was talking about it. But then its second season, it kind of dipped a little. But it came back, but it, it did dip a little. I remember, you know, reading, you know, the ratings were like, you know, everybody's leaving and I don't know what and I don't know why. And then all of a sudden, the story got good again. It's just kind of, to me, it feels like crooky style. It's the way he tells the story. And I don't know, maybe people just don't have patience for um, laying out the stories. I don't know. I don't know. Is, is it because it switched nights? Maybe. Well, I, I think that's part of it. But still, that still doesn't make it to me that you had uh, – Grant, yeah, you had less people watch it in its premiere. Even though the buzz, you know, the little bit of buzz around it was that, hey, the first couple episodes looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was – if you did see reviews and stuff like that going into the second season, I didn't see anybody saying that they, you know, everybody seemed to have a positive spin on them. Mm. And so, yeah, the, but the numbers were low, you know, but yet better than what NBC had done in that time slot. So, you know, that yeah. was like the, the good thing, but yet from there, the, ep, the, you know, the ratings, you know, six weeks in, you know, had continued to drop each week. You know, there's a, they're on a sort of a downward trajectory, and you're just like, but the interesting, <laughs> but the show is <laughs> on an upswing. Why? How? How do you? How do you watch the first couple episodes and then, you know, are not interested in it anymore? I don't know. I'd be yeah, interested. Uh, that there's there's a a, a listener question. <laughs> Let yeah. us know if you're if you were watching Revolution or if you started watching this season and then dropped off. Why? Why did you stop watching? Yes, let us know. Because yeah. so far, it's I want to know. I, I, you know, it's not like I'm. Uh, it's not like the four or five shows that I'm. I look forward to. You know, it's not the right now. Like things that I'm. I'm always looking forward to are like Arrow and The Good Wife. You know, there's like a handful yeah. of shows that like I want to watch. You know, I almost want to watch it like live. I want to watch it as soon as it as soon as I can. Uh, yeah. It's you know it's not that. But it does. It has piqued my interest that I've, you know, I do look forward to the next episode and where they're going with this. Hmm. Yeah, we shall see. Yes, audience, let us know something other than it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I haven't. I stopped watching at the end of season one and then didn't go back. So it's not like I watched season two. I never even watched the screener of the premiere. Well, see, like I just, that makes sense to me. Like you're not wanting to give it a second chance, that type of thing. 
Uh, yeah. You know, you already put too much time into it, and it it had such a roller coaster of a you know a first season where it started out interesting, and then was like, wow, this this trek across the country is getting ridiculous. Yeah, oh, we we found the we found the brother, but boom, we've killed him off, and we're starting right. in a new direction. And then it was interesting again for a little bit, and then and then they like it was all this trek for where to find the power, and all of a sudden cars were working and helicopters were flying and it just got ridiculous that direction and then you know they stepped back took a look at what they had done got rid of the power completely for the most part you know then that uh that's pretty yeah, much because the not whole story back. was that it was supposed to be without power and then power's back and it's like come on <laughs> well see it it was one of those things where it seemed like maybe a long-term arc of a show would be finding clues along the way to getting the power back on yeah, but not by the end of the first season. The first season that right. was that became <laughs> stupid. Uh, but then what they took out of that and where they went with it in the second season, I don't know. Maybe people were like, "Yeah, people are saying the second season is good," but you know, they said two other times in the first season right. that it got good, and then right. it, and then it <laughs> lost its way. So maybe that's what it is: is people are just like, "Yeah, well, six episodes in, it'll probably start to, you know, lose." lose its momentum again like it's done you know multiple times before what is it fool me once yeah <laughs> yeah well hopefully not i i don't know hopefully not hopefully they fixed everything that went wrong with the first season which i don't know i i enjoyed the first season <laughs> <laughs> but i did i was wondering where was the revolution going to come in and that's i guess what that's what this season's all about why is it called a revolution and not Let's, you know, that, you know, life without power. So there has to be a reason why this show is called The Revolution. And they're finally getting there, which that's exciting. Maybe I'll go, maybe I'll check back in. I'll report back. So that's Revolution. Moving on to Trophy Wife, Season 1, Episode 6, Halloween. I love this show, you guys. Like, I couldn't love it more if I tried. I can't tell who's my favorite character who makes me, me laugh more. Oh. That kid or <laughs> I don't It's hilarious. Oh my god. This week my favorite character actually was Jackie. She was such a basket case. <laughs> and then oh my god with the Iron Man costume, I I just it's so freaking funny that this woman is just she's just clueless. Wait. It's amazing. Robert Downey Jr. had a child? Oh my god! But she was like, "Wait, Robert Downey has a son." I couldn't even. That—that's the funniest thing ever. Like, it was so funny. plus she has the funniest child on TV right now. She Bert, does. Bert is a genius. That kid is a genius, and I can't get enough of him. I can't. What the hell is this? Oh my god! Oh my god! And I also think that that second son, or the other kid, playing Ellen. Yeah. Hilarious, but on, Hilar- I, I Ellen guess, on painkillers. Oh my god! When surgery. he, when he it, it was the very last scene, but when he sat down and missed the chair, and they were like, "All right, let's get him into bed." I was not prepared for that, and it was so funny. Oh, the show is so funny. That kind of stuff just <laughs> that's what I watch that show for. I just I you know, the kind of I can't, it just makes I just you laugh. I just laugh. It's just laugh from cool. the from the belly laugh, not just oh ha ha, ha that's funny. Exactly. Oh, oh so gosh. good. It's hilarious. 
I, and I just think I, I just want I'm glad that it got a full season and I really hope I mean a lot of people didn't watch the neighbors and I do and I love the neighbors I just hope that people find it and realize what they're missing now my concern about the neighbors is that it's just doing so poorly on Friday nights but with trophy wife like I just feel like if you watch it you would love it yeah it's so like it's universally funny like it's not like a yeah. There's a gimmick because there's two ex wives, but every story is relatable. Yeah, you don't need to have had two ex wives to experience what Pete's going through. Like, if you're watching Modern Family, like, why are you not watching this? Yeah, that's exactly it. the The thing that really bothers me about ABC, though, is this whole. As mentioned it before in the news, is that they seem to be like Super Fun Night is going to go away. And they're going to put, like, mixology in after Modern Family to try and prop that up. And you're just like, why do you keep trying to prop up these weird shows where you have this one that has a very solid concept and fit would yeah. fit so well there, you know, that yeah. I have this – that I, I have this oh, weird thing that, like – Oh, mixology is just going to be the worst thing ever. That if Trophy Wife makes it a season and they don't pick it up for a second season – It'll be all ABC's fault for not putting it in a place. With a show it would be compatible with. I mean, it's compatible with the Goldbergs, but they need to be supported by other shows. Yeah, and yeah. and being and being supported by, you know, or a, a lead-in of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not a good lead-in to a comedy yeah. set in the 80s. And, well, yeah. except that some of the action sequences and stuff like that from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. remind me of shows from the 80s, but <laughs> that's... Uh, that's a different story. Yeah, Trophy Wife, I I really hope that either people start checking it out or mm-hmm. that ABC just does <laughs> puts it on, you know, a, another night and uh Yeah, I really hope that like if they're giving it a full season, maybe they will really, you know, try to to find a home for it where it fits. Well, maybe it'll get something after, you know, like mixology crashes. Or something oh, that they, I just don't understand mixology. Like, how like the is last that gonna five work? or six episodes will get, uh, will will play. You know, like in April and May, we'll, we'll play after uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to to see if it does anything for it. Oh, mixology! I just don't understand. <laughs> it's gonna be one night in one bar for a whole season. Yeah, take uh, yeah, take How I Met Your Mother and crunch it down into a night instead of uh, seventy two um, hours. Instead of the worst weekend ever. Oh my god, I'm so already. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm already. Yeah, we keep I'm going on so a lot. Of, we keep going on a lot of tangents here. How I Met Your Mother started out really well, but it's really uh, lost itself in the last couple episodes. Yeah, you're just I like. Can't even. Okay, this is not... And now they want to spin it off. Oh, that was something we didn't put in the news. They want to spin (laughs) off How I Met Your Mother, but have a female in charge, you know, telling the story of how she met your father or whatever. But not be this mother telling the story of her life until she met Ted. It would be just a completely other person where the only tie-in would be that her and her friends also hung out at McLaren's. Right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Ugh, I'm oh, just boy. so over it. I'm watching it. It's one of those shows where I'm like, why am I still watching this show? <sighs> Once again, anyway. you've, you've put the time in. Well, not quite as much as everybody else since you've given no, it, I it a couple times. No, I did quit two seasons, but I keep coming back. It, it's like my, I, it's like an abusive relationship. I have an abusive relationship with my mother. <laughs> it's 
awful. Um, moving on. <laughs> I mean, the long and short of it is, you need to be watching Trophy Wife. The long and short of it is, watch mm-hmm. Trophy Wife, and uh, that's all that I have to say about that. And then our <laughs> other show, we're moving on to Scandal, Season 3, Episode 5, More Cattle, Less Bull, which, love it. Um, I just... I don't like I don't mind the whole relationship thing, whatever. Let them be in love, fine. But I just I wish it was not so like wishy-washy where some minutes he does kind of love her and other minutes he has to move on and I guess you know, I get that the drama's not there if whatever. But I don't know. I think I'm just kind of over the idea of this married president being a part of a triangle. Like I Two triangles, quadrangles, or whatever they're calling it. And <laughs> Melly is the worst. And I just, I'm not even able to form sentences about it, really. I just, I don't know. I I don't understand. And here's another, like, plot contrivance where, oh, look, Fitz was in charge of why Olivia's mom died. Like, sort of. I guess that's where they're going. I I'm not even making sense. I'm not making sense because the show's not making sense is what I'm getting at here, folks. Um, oh, see, I think it's one of the best written shows on TV. It's I serious, except for the love thing. I, I don't care about Fitz and Olivia. Yeah. I've care. never been a fan of that, that, that part of the show either. Like that, that's never really done. It never. For me. It's actually detracted from the show for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it really has. But you get Melly in there. Oh my God. I totally love her. I mean, I love the car- like. I love how it's played. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I just don't love. The- I guess it's the triangle that really throws me off because I love her when she's just being like a crazy political wife who knows how to like. She knows what to do. She knows how to make the situation, you know, work. She knows how to get Fitz reelected. Like she knows what needs to happen, and I love when they're playing that part. But when she's playing this "woe is me." kind of character i don't feel sympathy for her mm-hmm. i don't know but i do agree i agree that it's written well i just maybe i wasn't paying attention this week that could have been my problem <laughs> and i do really like lisa kudrow on it yeah well see this this actually had a storyline where uh pope and associates in their their investigation or trying to help somebody out they actually find something out right and, and so i was like because we talked a little bit about the the show last week where the thing that bothers me right now about the show is how many times uh, Pope and Associates have had one putting over on them. And See, right. I was just going to say that too. <laughs> the, <laughs> they have. They really have. They're it's supposed like to be the gladiators. Yeah, I mean, you have the uh, you have that other uh, the other governor character that killed his wife, but yet Right, right. That that one got over on, you know, where she figures it out way too late. Uh, you know, this one, you know, the previous week you had, uh, uh, the, the lady had, had, uh, you know, taken out the, what was it? I I don't even remember, but she had killed somebody, but the, the husband was on trial yes. for it. And mm-hmm. while they got the guy off and he actually hadn't done anything, they find out that she had done it, you know, way late. And so, but that's like, uh, and then you add in, a, you know, a couple other things and there's been like, you know, three or four times over what is actually a relatively short period of time with the short first season and yeah. the second season and just being a few episodes into the third season that these uh 
that the gladiators, these this really smart group, the people that are supposed to be on top of it, they you know they, they end up on the wrong side too many times of these things, and and that bothers me because you know, they keep you know, being put out as this really smart group of people. Well, and especially after the episode last season, White Hat's back on. I mean, yeah. when she put that hat back on, you were like, oh, it's on. Yeah, it is on. Like the next through, season, yeah. yeah, it was going to be like what made us get into the show to begin with. And the first two cases, right out the gate, they lose. Right. I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm still waiting for the gladiators to come together again. I, I don't like and what's what going, is going on. on with Quinn? Like, she's going yeah. – crazy that <laughs> gun and the way she was looking at that gun at the end of that episode she is gonna totally kill creeping me out. yeah we can only do store credit and then you're just <laughs> like oh look at that okay. look at all those all right. guns over there i'll just buy this thing because this looks like, like it could hurt someone real good face the end of that gun like who is she gonna kill because you know she's gonna right. kill someone i don't know it's i don't know i i still love it I still that's one show that I watch live every week. Well, I I still I still like it because even though there are some elements that I don't like, it's mm-hmm. still at present it still spins story like Vampire Diaries did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Where it does turn through a lot like they did figure out that plane thing pretty quickly in one episode. Mm-hmm. Like you would think another show would take that like weeks to get through it. Yeah, where it turns through a lot of story. And keeps you on your toes continually on where, you know, where it's going to go next. And, you know, as somebody that watches a lot of TV, I like shows where you're actually not sure where it's going to go next. Yeah, I like being blindsided once in a while. Just give it just give it to me out of left field. I don't want to see it coming. I love that. I, I'm, I guess a lot of the shows that I'm watching, I'm kind of ho-hum about and I get to them when I get to them because I already know, kind of figure out what's yeah. going to happen. But something that comes out of left field, but then makes sense, right? Uh, once again, it make that makes me think of Homeland. Of <laughs> 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 this season on Homeland seems to be the season of just dropping in things out of left field that then make no sense with everything else you've seen leading up to that point. Uh, but uh, but on Scandal, so far, you know, it continues to do so. Uh, I will agree with that. That I am constantly surprised by things like. I didn't see her dad, you know, coming. I didn't see that story. I didn't see, you know, I didn't see a lot of what's happening coming. So kudos to them for that. The only thing about, like, for me, Scandal is becoming watch it after Parenthood and Elementary. So I don't often watch it on Thursday nights. I don't know. I don't dislike it at all. I kind of, you know, I kind of love it. It's just, it's also a show that I really feel like I need to pay a lot of attention to, which, like I said, maybe today I didn't, when I was catching up, didn't catch up as like intensely or as intently as I should have. And that's likely why I'm like, well, what happened? Because I didn't pay attention. But when I do pay attention, they have like these episodes that kind of blow you away. Mm -hmm. The long and short of it is I will start paying attention more. Well, it is a show (laughs) that if you look away from the screen for a few seconds, they've, uh, they've clicked on to like, you know, two scenes down the road and you you (laughs) may have actually missed something. This is very true. So, Scandal, we're all loving it. I'm just not watching it as quickly as I had in the past. Okay, our last show of prime time is The Good Wife, Season 5, Episode 6. Talk about the best show on TV. 
See, and, and this is one show I don't watch, and I know I should. Did you ever watch it, or did you stop no, watching? I, I, I watched it in the first – I watched the first thing, the first, like, two or three episodes. Yeah. And then I think I stopped watching because something else came out at the same time, and I never went back. Yeah. No, I just never won. I didn't think it would last this long. Not that I didn't enjoy the first. It just didn't. It wasn't like, oh, I can't. And to this be honest, a- it's very surprising that it's lasted this long mm-hmm. because its ratings are not great. Well, they continue to change things. Uh, it definitely is so the one much. that's gotten, while it does get a few awards nominations and it, mm-hmm. it gets, uh, especially on you know the network side of things, it is one of the few shows that does get some critical praise, and so that's helped uh, to keep it. Plus, its overall ratings are still pretty good. It's you know eighteen to forty nine ratings aren't the greatest, but it yeah. still does you know ten plus million overall usually. And, it's like uh, that CBS, you know, CBS and their shows that get ten million, but it's still their lowest rated show. Yeah, I forget what me. I was. I forget I was looking at some ratings, and it was. Uh, you know, they, you know, you're seeing the shows on the night, and uh, if you looked at the 18 to 49 rating, you know, the the top show of the night in that hour uh, was, you know, at like a 3.4 or something like that, and and uh, the CBS show had, you know, like a 2.1. But then when you but then when you looked at the overall numbers, that show had, you know, like eight million viewers, and the CBS show had like. 13 million viewers or something like that. So like (laughs) overall, (laughs) a lot of people are watching it. It's just not that most desired demographic uh, that we're watching it. Oh, the demos. (laughs) But, uh, but I, well, I think the way things are going anymore. The shows I love will not be affected by the demos. (laughs) Well, I think uh, a lot of things CBS wise have, have been able to stick around with as long as it has a decent demo number because of its overall numbers, it's hard to. Uh, yeah, hey, M- NBC is still kicking themselves over uh, uh, canceling. Uh, uh, what the heck was the show? I'm blanking on it. The, with Kathy Bates, you know. Um, Harry's Law. Yeah, Harry's Law. Because they canceled it because it had a low demo number, but it was getting. It was their only show that was getting <laughs> double digit millions of double viewers digits, a week. Yeah. Uh, and so you know you you gotta. Oh, NBC. But yeah, so, but anyways, The Good <laughs> That's Wife. That's a whole other drama. <laughs> uh, but anyways, The Good Fair. Wife, uh, by far, like, the best episode of the series, you know, last week. But oh, but amazing. something that couldn't have happened except for what's come before it, you know. It had to have built yeah, over these seasons to, to for that episode to work that way. Uh, although even people that just tuned in just for the episode that hadn't really watched the show much really it it still worked on uh, that level for them too i i've heard from some so uh Wait, people watched an episode of the good wife without watching there were some people any of it well i think there were people that maybe had watched the show before or heard about it or whatever say, but this show like a show like that an episode like that like i feel like it has to be watched by but i but there like were people you had that watched some of the, yeah, I don't know. but there were people that tuned back in for that you know and uh and it but just the tension, the way that the show built, there was oh, enough there that, you know, genius. even if you hadn't seen it, it worked so well. And I think this follow-up episode showed, you know, what some of the fun to come is, you know, for a little bit mm-hmm. of them fighting over clients and and who's going to be where and who's taking things out on who and 
And, uh, you know, so uh, definitely, uh, you know, they changed things up uh, in in last week's episode. Uh, this episode felt a little weird just because they went for this weird, weird stylistically of everybody waking up the, the next day. The next type day. Of thing. Well, it was called the next day. Yeah. So. And so you started with everybody waking up. And so the episode itself had a little bit of an odd feel to it, but a lot of the things that it's, that it continued to play, uh, especially with this like rejuvenation of like will to now to like, just like dominate. You right. Know, uh, I think is an interesting thing to watch him play out. What I love, and and this is a show where I really kind of I ship hard for Will and and Alicia, and I love that. Yes, he's clearly pissed at her, but watching her like do her thing this week, he was clearly also like enamored of her <laughs> because she was she was doing what she's so great at, and like they have you know they shared that curt little smile across the table, and you know they're in battle, but they're just still clearly in love with each other. Well, last week had that great scene where he's clearly pissed at her. He's like, like ejected oh my God, her from the firm. The phone? And but he had her phone and he got a call from her daughter. And, Amazing. And, and in the middle of like them going back and forth at each other, she's like, "Oh, by the way, you need to call your daughter. She needs some permission slip signed or something like that." And it's like, "Oh, when did she call?" And they're just so <laughs> They're taken out for that minute. That, oh, it's amazing. The way that scene played out, that was so great it, that it has some of that stuff. Uh, this week had the line where, uh, you know, at the end where she finds out that she's probably she's not going to get the judgeship now and she needs to come back. And uh, and Will is like, gosh, that guy can hurt his wife. But if <laughs> but if anybody else tries to it, he goes like nuclear on them. Yeah. And uh, and, you know, so that was interesting. And uh just, I just, I, I, just I don't think, think the show would be as good without the incredible actors that they have. Like, this show just wouldn't work without the, the. Oh, it's just so good. The way Robin like is able to just infuse every scene with just ridiculous humor. <laughs> Robin Burdine from Floricagos, and she just sits there with a grin. It just, it works. Everything works. I'm, I'm, but I will say that I'm totally over David Lee. I want him to go. I don't like Zach Renier. I just... I think he's good in small doses, but I think... In small doses, and now he's a regular. They've had to use him too much with the way uh, things have turned out here. Uh, You know, uh, the the stuff that's been most interesting, I think, in the last couple episodes really has been the Diane storyline. They've given her a lot to work with. Given her a lot to do. You know, being ejected out of the firm, going to be a judge, now needing to be back at the firm. Uh... You know, getting married, uh, having her case taken from her, and then having her new husband <laughs> still be a witness for the case. Right. Uh, all these things. Uh, and and her, you know, at the end with, a, you know, I have no need for being polite anymore or whatever. Uh, I just think it puts it on. It's a whole nother level. Yeah, it, it just really has shaken things up in a way uh that allows them to continue to do the stuff that they've they've done with the interesting guest stars and and you know some of these recurring parts that pop back up, but uh, but allow them to work in in some different ways. Like you could just see like an episode of now where Alicia has to work with Michael J. Fox, 
right. on a case where they're on the same side now or something like that instead of against each other. But they're going up against them like Will and Diane. Uh, well, there's going to eventually come a time when, when she's going to have to work with Will and Diane. Yeah. They've, you know, they've shown them, you know, they've participated with other people. and. But I just think the I dynamic guess, oh. that it's set up for the way that they can bring in people that they've used before in new ways and going at different things at, at different ways. Uh, I just think it, it's a, uh, it's like I said, it's one of the shows that I, uh, on, on Sunday night, you know, you've got, you know, you've got a all these shows, things. you've got all these shows on Sunday night, yeah. which, which is why I was so pissed off that my cable wasn't working last night <laughs> because of the, the one night of the week, uh, where so many things are on, but, Overall, the good wife is the you know over Homeland over you know everything else that you know even you know the Walking Dead everything it's I want to watch it first before. Here's another homework assignment for viewers: Tell us what you think Lauren Reed, aka Marion Garbanza, is up to because there's something going on. She's not telling us the whole truth. I don't like her. I haven't <laughs> trusted her since she was Lauren Reed. Yeah. <laughs> Even when she was the lead of a show where she was clearly the hero, Hunted on Cinemax or whatever that was on, I didn't, I could, I wouldn't trust her as far as I could throw her. So tell us what Lauren Reed is doing, folks, because I don't buy it. Tell me when I can give your team ethics, uh, whatever. Anyway, that's the Good Wife. That's prime time. Moving on to reality. Here's the reality check. America's Next Top Model. So I was listening back to when I was. Um, proclaiming how much I love Corey because I still do love Corey. Um, I'm really glad he made it into the finals, and I'm really glad Chris, awful Chris, is gone. I really hope that Corey. I'm still rooting for Corey. I don't want Marvin to win because he's just delusional. And Jordan, if I have to hear one more time that she got married at 18 and it was an abusive relationship, cut to she's now I think 20. So it's not like it was that long ago. It's all she talks about. All this girl talks about is how she got married. So she knows what this person's going through because I was, she was in a relationship like that. I'm like, girl, you were married for like a hot second. Stop talking to me. Anyway, uh, that's my take on America's Next Top Model. Uh, the greatest show ever. And Survivor. Okay. Um, Survivor. What happened this week on Survivor? Laura, Rupert's wife, clearly did not get the memo that you're not supposed to like, not consult with your team and say, oh, by the way, person, we're getting rid of you. <laughs> like, you have to consult with your alliance before you make determinations about who's getting kicked off. So, uh, serves you right, Laura Bonham, for what you did. And what else? So, that, so I don't have much more to say about Survivor, except I'm very excited that, actually, as much as I think John is a terrible player, I'm glad he's still there, because I think... Um, if Candace can't win, I want him to win for her, like in her stead. And I'm still voting for Tyson because he's just awesome. And he keeps eating all the coconuts and blaming it on the monkeys in the woods. Or I guess it's not woods. I guess it's the jungle. Top Chef. Still don't like anybody, but still don't really hate anybody. So there's that. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, this season's hard for me because I can't really make a decision about it, whether I do or don't like anybody. Um... So I'm not rooting for anybody really, except I guess the Idaho Iowa girl that I talked about last time. Come on, Emily, make a decision already. Well, here's the thing: if we were doing more interesting things, like I can't, I, I don't think anybody's making really interesting food. I don't think anybody's like nothing is really really interesting about the season so far, and you know that's a problem when 
it needs to be interesting to have viewers. And um, maybe that's naive of me to say, but a show should be interesting. Um, but I think you heard it you here know, first, folks. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> you should have interesting stuff if you're a television show. Uh, in order to get me to watch it, so or to root for people, I guess is more the the uh, what I'm stand what I'm making a stand for today is if you want me to root for someone on your show, make them interesting people. Damn it, I just jumped into something. Sorry, I'm playing Mario and I jumped into a cone. Um, <laughs> I'm multi I'm multitasking and I died. And what else? MasterChef Junior. So I watched MasterChef Junior on Friday night with my cousin Madison. She's 10. And we made it through like the quick, they, they, they kind of have like a quick fire to see who's going to take the lead and, and get to make the decisions in the finale. And so I'm watching this with my 10 year old cousin and she's just completely enamored with this like 11 year old kid that was still on it. I'm so into it. And I'm, I'm as into this MasterChef Junior as Miss Madison is. Like I, uh, she and I are sitting here. It's like 10 o'clock at night on a Friday. And we had just come back from our... I just picked her up from gymnastics. And together, we watched this little 10-year-old Jack who wears Hawaiian shirts get voted out. And I turned to look at her, and she has tears in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, too, had tears in my eyes. And it was just like, I get you, Madison. I feel you. So we watched together, and Jack is gone. And now I don't care who wins, because I hate little Alexander, and I feel bad hating a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> But he just, there's just something smarmy about him. He's going to grow up to be a weird dude. And the other girl wears these blow up, like, bows on her head all the time. I don't know. I just really wish Jack was still there. I just miss Jack, is all it is. Um, my kids um, love that show. They absolutely love it. They eat it up. <laughs> no pun. But. <laughs> They totally love it. Um, I have to say that I started watching it just because I wanted to see Gordon Ramsay make one of these kids cry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a little <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you sort of – if you've watched any of his other shows, you sort of expected to just like drop an F-bomb in some little kid's face yeah. and be like, yeah. what the heck is so this? That, like, it's like it's, – it catches me off guard. <laughs> He like really cares about these kids and he's like yeah. really affected when they get kicked off. And that makes me sad. Yeah, it really does. It makes me sad. I didn't watch the amazing race this week or normally that would be on my, my reality review reality check. Um, but I guess I still hate Tim and Marie. Like they're awful. Well, Tim's not bad. Marie is awful. They like stole a cab of someone else and uh, pretended they didn't and try to blame it on someone else. And I'm like, that's not how you do business when you're a grown up. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, so clearly I'm over Tim and Marie. And I just, the people that I wanted to win, got, I guess, are gone now. I, so I don't know. It's another season where, like, Survivor is in the 27th season, right? And it's still, I'm just on the edge of my seat every week. With The Amazing Race, that's not so much. I'm like, okay, this can end. If The Amazing Race never came back, I would not be offended. So The Amazing Race is not so amazing anymore? Yeah, that's the long and short of it. Well, all right. That's a... That's a big... Uh... <laughs> that wraps up who Amory hates in reality this week. <laughs> um, outro! Next week, Jason will be joined by Jason Kabasi from The Walking Dead cast and Jason Hughes from Antenna Free TV podcast for the Jason Times 3 edition of TV Times 3. How long have you been trying to make this work? <laughs> Since uh, 
I don't know. Back when I rotating guests. Yeah. Well, back when I podcast work. Well, back when I first, I think I had them uh, on separately back in like May or something like that. I was going to try over the summer, but it just didn't work out with the uh, different things, and and so uh, finally has worked out. But it's worked out scheduling wise. I don't know actually how well it's going to work out for the episode when (laughs) (laughs) you're. When you're Jason, every, and when I'm everybody Jason. would be like, so what do you think, Jason? I don't know, Jason. What do you everybody think? <laughs> I think it'll kind of be awesome. Yeah, so look forward to that. You can find links to the stories we talked about, plus our tangents, if we remember them, as well as where you can find Liz online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 202. Let us know your thoughts on the shows and topics we covered this week by dropping us an email at feedback at tvtimes3.com or leaving a comment in the show notes. Shannon... Long time since you've heard a long episode from Shannon, a long response from Shannon. Thank you to Shannon for the comments you left on the episode 200 show notes. Hopefully you enjoyed episode 201 as we covered many of the shows you wanted to hear about. That was actually pretty funny. In her uh, in her comment, she mentioned that she heard her name. In the, in, out- in the outtakes. In the outtakes uh, at the end of episode 200, uh, which was from an you know an episode somewhere in the 40s. You know, somewhere where she, uh, which is she where, a, to say a lot. yeah, which is yeah. where a lot of those, uh, that's what she says were from, were from, uh, early episodes in the 30s, 40s, 50s, uh, from the podcast. You know, back in the 30s. And, yeah, yeah. And so she heard her name and, and then, uh, in that. So that's how, you know, again, thanks for listening, Shannon. She's been, uh, yes. listening since, Shannon's you know, been a long time fan for, you know, long time listener, 150 episodes or so. Thank you to Liz for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for Always being had. Always good to talk to Liz. <laughs> Thank you for being had, which is a weird statement. It's a weird statement. Let's just I have been had, too. <laughs> <laughs> the music, opening and closing music, is provided by IODA Promonet. This song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from the Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. That's all she wrote, folks. All right. All right. We sit glued to the TV set all night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.